Hello there, my name is Jessica and this is the Sunshine Girl podcast. Now on this podcast we deal with everything, life and living it, personal development, relationship issues and so much more. And so I'm hoping that you sit back and enjoy. A lot of this content has been repurposed from my YouTube channel, that's the Jessica OS channel, and it's repackaged and brought to you right here on your favorite podcast platform. And so sit back, relax and enjoy. Ten quick ways to make a good first impression that will win over anyone. You never get a second chance to create a first impression, and that's why it's so important. A new potential employer, a new client, or a love interest. I believe a lot of first impression techniques are transferable from one situation to the other, and there are key ones that you can adopt each time that will leave an extremely good experience for whoever encounters you. I'll jump into it all right after this. Welcome back, my name is Jessica and this is my YouTube channel. If you've ever wanted to have a private one-on-one -on -one video call with me, it's possible to do that. I'll tell you about it before this video ends. So there's a very common quote from Maya Angelou that says, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Now, there's a reason why this statement is so true. Experiences are truly the things people remember, and that's why large companies today will pay millions of dollars to ensure that their customers have a great experience with their product or service. We form a not always accurate opinion about many of people's personalities or qualities when we first meet them. Some of the qualities we try to gauge include a person's friendliness honesty, trustworthiness, and competence. A first impression becomes a filter that we use for all future interactions with that person. It can be very difficult to change someone's first impression of us, you see, and that's why it's so important. So what first impression techniques can you implement to win anyone over? I'm gonna share 10 simple ones with you right now. And make sure you stay till the end of the video where I give you a quick pointer on how to recover from a bad first impression. Number one, make eye contact. So eye contact is a nonverbal form of communication. Making eye contact is taken as a show of honesty and as a way of showing respect to the person that you're talking to. Maintaining eye contact also shows that you're paying attention to the other person and listening to what they're saying. Try to make eye contact before you start talking and maintain regular eye contact during your conversation. You do, however, need to know the difference between eye contact and staring someone down. Now, I would say a 60-40 mix would do well, with 60% eye contact being the ideal goal to indicate paying attention without aggression or coming across as creepy. Number two, smile. Now, a sincere smile puts people at ease and makes people feel welcome. A genuine smile reaches your eyes, creates an impression of trust and sincerity. Now, if your smile reaches your eyes, it will be seen even if you're wearing a mask. If you feel a tightening of the muscles around your eyes, you know that your smile shows in your eyes. Number three, dress for the occasion. Now what you wear greatly contributes to your first impression. You're affected by appearance, whether or not you realize it, and whether or not you think appearance is even important. In short, what you wear has consequences. Now think back to a time that an extremely filthy and unkempt person stood right next to you. How did you feel? Uneasy? Apprehensive? What you wear matters greatly, so make sure that your clothing is appropriate for the situation. Dressing like you just rolled out of bed on your first date could create an impression that you aren't serious about that relationship. Number four, be authentic. 
Now, people can be remarkably quick to pick on insincerity, so it pays to be yourself. Constant worry about whether you're saying or doing the right thing often comes across as insincere as well. Being authentic, however, means knowing your strengths and weaknesses and communicating it in an effective way. Speaking of communication, that's our point number five. Be a good communicator. A good communicator listens more than they talk. A good guideline for this is to talk only a third as much as you listen. Listening more shows that you're being attentive and lets other people feel like they're being heard. If you communicate clearly and listen well, people will enjoy their interactions with you. Number six, use positive body language. Now, body language is a large part of communication. Some basic guidelines for positive body language include stand or sit up straight, hold your head up. You will present yourself as comfortable and confident. Avoid crossing your arms or your legs. This subconsciously closes you off from the other person. Offer a hand for a good firm handshake that's confident and not crushing. Number seven, be empathetic. So pay attention to the emotional well-being of the person that you're talking to. Empathizing with someone can contribute to a strong connection. It demonstrates that you understand them emotionally and want to be there to help and assist. Number eight, do your research and come prepared. So doing some basic research can help you understand the context and environment that you will be in. It can help you dress appropriately and guide you to the formality of language that will be suitable. You may also discover information about other people that you can use to start a conversation with them. Preparing beforehand will make you feel more at ease and will also show you that you're interested and focused. Let me take one minute to tell you about a very personal experience of something that happened to me. A couple of years ago, I was looking for a, a job in a banking industry. I didn't know much about it, but I, my mom thought, well, you would be a good banker because you loved math and whatnot in secondary school and university. And so I made my way to the interview and guess what? Everybody else was wearing dark colored suits and looked the part. Whereas I was wearing a bright red outfit with pants to match. I stuck out like a sore thumb and needless to say, I never got that job. I remember walking out of the interview room and being told that they think that I was better suited in the media and so I should stay there. Could things have been different if I'd paid a little bit more attention or did a little bit of research in the industry in which I was applying for a job? Maybe. Number nine, act confidently. Acting confident, even if you don't feel brave, will create an impression of confidence. This appearance of self-assurance will contribute to a better first impression. And finally, before I jump into the conclusion of this video, if you would like to have a personal one-on-one -on -one call with me, it's completely possible. Go to patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. Sign up as a VIP and we'll be chatting in no time. Number 10, be on time. There's nothing like showing up late to your first date, job interview, or business meeting. It straight away sends a negative signal that you are not serious and you don't respect the person that you're meeting. Listen, my personal rule of thumb goes like this. You're only on time when you're five minutes early. And if you're on time, i.e. you walk in at the exact time of the meeting, you're late. Perhaps you can adopt that. Now, as promised, before I go, this is the best way to recover from making a bad first impression. Overcoming a bad first impression can sometimes seem like an almost impossible task. It isn't. It just takes a little bit of consistent effort and time. To summarize, accept the bad first impression and identify where you went wrong and seek out future opportunities to right your wrongs. 
If you aren't given another opportunity, simply cut your losses and learn from that experience that happened so you do not repeat past mistakes and mess up future opportunities. So much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else who will find this information beneficial. I hope the conversations were great as well. And if they were, make sure you tune in again and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so whenever I post a podcast, you're able to listen in and share once again. If you'd like to support this podcast, you absolutely can. You can become a supporter of this channel. Just search for it right here on this platform or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. I would absolutely love all the support that I can get. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I'll see you again soon.